Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me today on the Word Podcast. We are in the eighth chapter of Acts. I want to go back and just reread the passage we looked at in the previous episode with Simon. You remember what was going on? It said in verse 18 that when Simon saw that the Spirit was bestowed through the laying on of the hands of the apostles, this is Peter and John, he offered them money and he said this, Give this authority to me as well, so that everyone on whom I lay my hands may receive the Holy Spirit. And so we saw when we see the whole context right here that his motivation was suspect. And Peter knew this. Peter saw it okay, as to why he's asking this. There's nothing wrong with wanting to move within the power and the authority of the Most High God. There is something wrong wanting to do it to where you can make money off of it. Okay? There's nothing wrong with wanting to be able to impart and uh, the power and the might of the Holy Spirit, okay, to do what God wants us to. Okay? That's great, okay? But when you're doing it for your own self-edification or your own self-pleasure, uh, whatever it may be. So Peter comes back at him in verse 20 and says this, May your silver perish with you because you thought you could obtain the gift of God with money. And again, notice that this uh, power being poured out, the, uh, being uh, baptized in the Holy Spirit for another term that we'll encounter as we go along. Receiving the Holy Spirit here in this passage, and in Acts 2, it was described as the Holy Spirit falling upon them, that you don't receive this with silver or gold. And it's described as the gift of God. And then Peter just cuts to what the problem was with him. He says, you have no part or portion in this matter. For your heart is not right before God. He's saying this. You can't receive this gift because your heart isn't right before God. You're motivated by the money. You want to give us money to where you can make money. You want to give us money where you can have this and where you can control the people with this. Then Peter tells him what the solution is. He says, therefore, repent of this wickedness of yours. So he calls it wickedness. So we do know that the motivation of his heart was wicked. Remember when we first started talking about it, we couldn't tell the first verse or two? You read the rest of it, you can tell. Peter calls it wickedness. He says, repent of that, and then pray that the Lord will forgive you, that the intention of your heart, that he'll forgive that, okay? Why? Because Peter says, I see what's going on. You are in the gall of bitterness and in the bondage of iniquity. Your heart is bitter because of what you're seeing. It's bitter because uh, you're seeing what the Holy Spirit is doing in other people's lives and you don't have it. And he says, if you repent, maybe the Lord will forgive you and grant this to you. And then Simon says, well, pray to the Lord for me yourself so that nothing of what you've said may come upon me. Uh, was he sincere or was he blowing them off saying, hey, you pray for me yourself? I think he was sincere. I could be wrong about that. It's just my feeling and my opinion here. That he's saying, basically, join with me in this, do this. The very next verse. So, verse 25. So, when they had solemnly testified and spoken the word of the Lord, they started back to Jerusalem and were preaching the gospel to many villages of the Samaritans. So, who's to they? Well, when you read that sentence, you say, oh, okay, so this is Peter and John. They're going back. They started back to Jerusalem. But they just didn't 
go there and not do anything. They were preaching the gospel all the way back. Literally what Jesus said in what we call the Great Commission, Matthew 28, as you are going, as you're going about your life, I had a great discussion with somebody yesterday about this. <coughs> we were encouraging and exhorting one another. <laughs> and uh, uh, how there's such a need for the body to realize this and recognize that this is what God calls us to and how so much of what we do in the professing church has nothing to do with this. And we just got all, all sorts of busyness in the name of God, but we don't do what he tells us to do. They're headed back to Jerusalem. They didn't waste a moment's time. They preached the gospel in the villages they passed through. But watch this, verse 26, that all-powerful word, but, <laughs> but, oh no, here we go. Verse 26, but an angel of the Lord spoke to Philip saying, get up and go south to the road that descends from Jerusalem to Gaza. And then parenthetically, it says this, this is a desert road, or it's deserted. It's a deserted area. Mm -hmm. So Philip received a word, apparently a spoken word, because it says an angel of the Lord spoke to Philip. Remember how we've been talking about Philip? Philip was one that had gone to Samaria and brought the gospel to Samaria. So he's picking up Philip here again. The angel of the Lord. This wasn't a dream. This wasn't a vision. This wasn't during a time of prayer when the body discerned that something's supposed to happen. We'll see that very soon from somebody else. No, this is the angel of the Lord. And the angel of the Lord spoke to Philip. Now, who is this angel of the Lord? Oh, that's a great discussion for another time, perhaps. And we may do that. I may chase that around with us sometime. Uh, in the Old Testament, when you see the angel of the Lord, think uh, the Lord Jesus Christ. Okay, Now, there's times when it's the angel of the Lord, and it's an angel as a messenger. A lot of times they're named Gabriel, things like that. But when it's in the Old Testament, the angel of the Lord, I'm going to say this more often than not, because I think it's most of the time, if not all the time, it is a pre-incarnate manifestation of the Lord Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ, before he took on the body of flesh and became human and came and died on the cross for us. So here, an angel of the Lord, since Jesus has died for us and Jesus has a body at this time, this is probably just an angel sent by the Lord. And he says to him, hey, you get up and go south. Tells him which direction to go to. Tells him where to go, what road. He said, get on that road that descends from Jerusalem to Gaza. And it's a desert road. This is the same Gaza that we hear all the time now in the news. It's the same Gaza. And it's the same thing. It's a desert. It's a deserted area. There's a lot of people that live there now, but it's a very, very dry area. So why in the world, <coughs> excuse me, did God want Philip to get up, go south, not remain where he was there with the Samaritan? This is a bit of a journey right here, okay? This wasn't next door. That he had to go get on this road. Why? Well, you notice he didn't say why. He just said, get up. Go south to the road that descends from Jerusalem to Gaza. So what do you think he did? Well, my time's short, so I'm going to cut it short right here, but I'm going to read the first part of the next verse. Verse 27 says this, So he got up and went. <laughs> I'm stopping in the middle of a phrase, in the middle of a sentence, in the middle of two verses. So he got up and went. 
Sometimes we take this so for granted. He didn't know why. The angel Lord just said, hey, get up. Go south to the road that descends from Jerusalem to Gaza. So he got up and he went. See, too often the Lord is trying to speak to us things. And we hear it, but then we want the rest of the explanation. We want the rest of the story. We want to know every element of what's going to happen before we take our grand step of faith. No, the step of faith is not taking the first step. The step of faith is picking up your foot and not knowing quite where it's going to land. At least he knew where it's going to land. Get up, go south to the road that descends from Jerusalem to Gaza. He got up and he went. The rest of what was to occur unfolded as he went forth in faith. So, therefore, should we live, folks. Again, I'm Dale. Thank you so much for your time. I'll see you in the next episode. Goodbye.